0: Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents, they're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future homebuyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyerannie maccom Email him at csawyer at or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. AnyMAC Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, AnyMAC Home Mortgage. lo Act Direct. your First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender Broker Number, ML338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number, 20112810L. Call for additional details.
1: Jones first down. Wide open, it's Barkley. And Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is, av- is availability. Saquon Barkley. He's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team.
2: Look at this. They lob it to it in on the, the glass. Off How about that? Porter Moore, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Finch two for three. He's done his part.
1: Finch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is. God, they don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball. Because the Yankees are not. they even close to the best organization in baseball.
2: They're trying to be the race, And the race do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees.
1: March Talk with r and I'm Steve Rister along with Justin Danafrio And we are here. It is March Madness. Uh it is March Madness. We are here, it's finally here. We got the NCAA tournament starting on Thursday. So it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very, very interesting. And we gotta start with UConn and UConn playing in the West region. And uh we got to talk about you know how, how far do we think Yukon is gonna go in this tournament? How far do we think they're gonna go? And from what I've seen saw at the Big East tournament, I don't think that's the sweet sixteen. I don't think they're getting pick ass cans in the sweet sixteen. I did not like the way they called. Providence, and i really didn't like the way they ended that game against marquette i know they've won eight out of ten but but six of their of their 25 wins were against teams that were not in the tournament also none of those none of those six wins were on the road three were at neutral sites but one of them you could was at a neutral site at madison square guard where they played providence so i consider that a home game so four of those six were, were home games so i just don't see this team getting past the sweet 16 because the, the point is is Hurley can't win close games against good teams. This has been a problem since he has came. This has been a problem since he's became the head coach.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. I get criticized for saying that, but trust me, I I completely agree with you. I, I feel like
1: the one close game they won is the one he got ejected out of against Villanova. Yeah,
2: yeah. and I don't think they won that game with him on the sideline. That's just that's my opinion. I from what I've seen, I don't I don't trust them. And look, I. I I think this team can make a final four, but can they hit shots? When they matter.
1: Like on Friday, they didn't hit shots when it
2: mattered. No, no. Again, that final possession, I don't know what was being ran there. Again, the one that Calcutta in the corner with like 30 seconds left, that was a good play. He was wide open. He just just missed it. You know, I I will give Hurley credit. I thought he drew up a good play there. Didn't fall. You know, because I think they could beat Kansas. Because if you could shut down Jalen Wilson and Grady Dick, you got a chance against Kansas. Cause Jawan Harris is not a great scorer and he doesn't attack. They're very vulnerable. Um, but yeah, I again I, I think the criticism, yeah, with Hurley, I think is it's is fair. And again, this is he's 0-4 now in conference semifinals. He'd be they lose Friday, they'd be 0-3, and all three teams would be to a double digit seed. So there's a lot of pressure. This team should get to at least a sweet 16. There's no excuse. So I'm with you. They they have to get to at least a sweet sixteen. I could see them going on a run and, and win it, you know, win the whole thing, but I don't, they don't, there's no Kemba or Shabazz Napier on this team. And I don't know. Jordan Hawk is a great player, but he can't create like those who could. Five points, five
1: points in the, in the Big East semifinals is unacceptable. You cannot be a great at UConn and score five points in a semifinal. He better pick it up in the tournament, where he's not going to be in the conversation with with the with the Shabazzes, the Kembas, the Richard Hamiltons, the Emeka Colquhouns, the Ben Gordons. He's not going to be in that con- or in the Ray Allens. He's not going to be in that conversation if he if he if he can't show up in the NCAA tournament. And, and I like their matchup in the second round. I really do against BCU or St. Mary's. I really like their matchup in the second round. But I just can't see this team getting past Kansas.
2: No, I I, I agree. I, I totally could see that. I, again, Bill Self right now. I think he's be back on the sidelines, but it, it sounded like he got a couple, you know, stints put in. Um, so we'll we'll see kind of what happens there if you know you kind of could get there. But yeah, look, you know, Hawkins got to knock down some shots. Andre Jackson's got to be confident. Um, you know, Alex Harbin's really been really good. The defense has got to kind of play like it did in the month of February. And even like it did the first 25 minutes against Providence. But, again, they took the air out of the ball way too early. Providence went to a 3-2, and we we, were, we looked like deer in headlights. It just – again, it was – it was. I thought we were going to lose that game when Providence cut it to five at the end of the four. I, I seriously thought they were going to lose that game. But, yeah, again – and you're going up against a Hall of Fame coach Rick Pitino. So the closer this thing is at, like, the under eight at the end of the four – the less and less confidence I'm going to have in this team. They should beat this team. But again, Walter Clayton Jr., Iona's best player. He could be what Teddy Allen did to us last year and put up 38. It's very possible. That kid could score the basketball.
1: Yeah, we'll go We'll go to the UConn-Iona game. What do you expect on Friday when those two teams go up against each other? Rick Pitino, you know, playing a big – he's probably going to be coaching in the Big East, but, you know, it's ironic he's coaching against the Big East team in the first round.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Again, that's kind of hope where his mind is right now. <laughs> He's worried about St. John's gig and, and not really much at Iona. That will help. But again, I, Iona's got two really good guards in Walter Clayton Jr. and Quarters Jenkins. If those two are off and if you could slow those two down, I, Iona's not very deep. They have they're not very deep at the in the front court either. They only play like six. They play a seventh, but he doesn't get too many minutes. But the thing is, they're gonna press and. UConn's had some problems at times pressing, you know, that that's one thing that's a little bit concerning. Um, but again, this team could score again. Like they have some talent, but this is a team UConn's got a lot more talent than them. They really, they're trying to think who their best win was. Their best win is uh, like maybe Princeton. Like it's like, they really, they didn't, or St. Louis probably actually, it's probably their best win of the year. There's, um, it's a team you should beat, you know, their their guards are good, but you can slow those two down. You got a chance. But look, you got Rick Bettino on the other side. It's not going to be easy. It's, you know, it, it's going to be a tough one, but it's a team that they have more talent in, and They should beat um, Adama Sinogo, Donovan Klingen. They should be able to dominate down low, especially if they could get their two front court guys in, in foul trouble because they don't have much behind those two.
1: Yeah, no, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly.
2: So we'll go to the uh,
1: West region and uh, we look at this, we look at this region and the the first question is, I'll ask this with, 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 with every region is uh, who is the sleeper team? Who is the team that no one's talking about this region? I know people are talking about uh, Kansas and Gonzaga and UCLA, but who is that team that no one's really talking about this region that in this region that can make a run to the final four?
2: I think it's Arkansas. I think it's the Razorbacks. You know, it's a team that's earned the top, Top ten in the preseason. Um, They're probably the only team in the country too with two lottery picks. Duke, Duke might, you know, Phil Powski, I think will. Um, But again, problem with the Arkansas is they've been banged up. You know, Nick Smith and um Anthony and Anthony Black are, are two guys who are really good at scoring the basketball. Um, I, I think that's a team that they will beat Illinois. I don't think Illinois is that good. I think they can knock off Kansas because they have the athleticism to beat them. They have the scores. Um, Arkansas's problem at times is they're, you know, they, they miss a lot of they you know they go cold at times. Uh, but Eric Musselman, his last couple appearances, he's made elite eights. I could really see that Arkansas team make a run here, knock off Kansas. Um, that that's a good team that I know people before the year thought they could win a national championship. And, and the thing is, there, yeah, Eric Musselman, he upset Gonzaga last year, got
1: to the Elite Eight. And, yeah, they got some NBA talent. You see the NBA mock drafts. They got, yeah. they got some they, – yeah, they're not great college players, but, yeah, with, like, Anthony Black, uh, they got some Nick talent Smith. on that. Who else? No, uh, Smith. Nick Smith. Nick Smith. Yeah, they got some talent on that team. Got some athleticism. Got some talent on that team. Team. So I wouldn't be surprised if they upset Kansas.
2: No, yeah, I, I wouldn't either, you know, um, especially mentioning that Kansas struggles at times too. If you could shut down Wilson and, and Grady Dick – you, you got a chance against the Jayhawks. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Arkansas could be a very tough out for the Jayhawks the second round if, if Ernst was able to get by Illinois, which I think they'll be able to.
1: So who is a mid-major that can make a run in this region?
2: The mid-major, I, I guess I consider them one, is, is VCU. Um, they're, yeah, they're a they team, are. They are. Yeah. I, I know they made, like, a Final Four run. The 8 not usually – mid-major, I mean, you know, a is usually pretty confident down this year. But they do have a guy at point guard, Ace Baldwin, who could probably play majority, you know, power six conferences and, and probably start there. He missed a couple games early on. Their defense is really good. You know, that St. Mary's game is going to be, again, that if you really don't like defense, that's not going to be a fun game for, for a lot of people. Um, but Ace, Ace Baldwin's very talented enough where he could go off and, and put up 20 25 against somebody, just make a name for himself. VCU uh, could get stops. That's a team that's starting to play better down the stretch. They haven't lost since the beginning of February. That's a team that's playing really good basketball right now. Um, VCU is going to be a tough out for St. Mary's. They could even be a tough out for UConn or Iona, whoever wins that other first-round game. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. They de- Yeah, they definitely could be a tough. Yeah, I could,
1: I could see VCU upsetting UConn in this tournament. I, de- I definitely could see that happening in Albany on, on Sunday. But we will move on to the East Region, and the big question in the East Region is: is should Duke, as the number five seed, be the favorite going to this going in this region? Seeing that, but they they are the I know they are the number five seed, but they have won nine in a row. But I think the issue there is is their first round matchup with Oral Roberts and Max A That's why I don't have them. C- 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 uh, 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 well, let's start, let's circle back to the uh, West Region for a sec. Uh, who do you have, Who do you have? Who do you have in the Elite Eight, and who do you have uh, winning that region?
2: At the moment, it will probably change the next 24 hours or so, but I do have UConn Gonzaga. I do have Gonzaga in the final four. I, I like the way that defense isn't great, but UCLA's banged up. Adam Bonin, I don't know if he's gonna play. Jalen Clark's already out for the remainder of the year. I, I drew Timmy and that team, if their guards can make enough shots, they're not the great guards we've seen the last couple of years, but they're good enough. I think Gonzaga could go on a run. Drew Timmy's last ride. I, I think that Gonzaga team's got a chance that they could make enough stops.
1: I got Kansas over Gonzaga. I think, you know, Kansas, obviously the best coach team, the defending national champs, got one of the best players in the country in Jalen Wilson, got a really good player in Grady Dick. I got Kansas beating Gonzaga in the uh, in the West region. But circling back to the East and the question, should Duke be the favorite? They've came in winning nine in a row. Uh, I know they're the number five seed, but and I th- but the biggest thing with Duke is, is the opponent they have in the first round, Max Aismas and Oral Roberts. And we all know what Max Aismas did ace did two years ago in this tournament so that's why i just don't have them winning this tournament that's why i don't have them in the favorite. but justin do you think they should be the favorite no it's, nine it's in a re- row.
2: no it's recency bias it, it and same thing with marquette you know again jay bill said duke should be a three seed they've beaten one team in the top 30 and that was xavier give me a break jay i know, I know you only <laughs> watch acc basketball I I, I I understand that but the acc stinks they haven't Again, Virginia stinks. They scored 49 points again. Jay, I, I think Shire, uh, Josh Shire has done a better job as an in-game coach, but everybody's like, "Oh, he's done a great job." They have so much talent that it, it it's it's pretty disappointing the way they started out. Like it, it really is. I it's recency bias. I don't the ECC stinks. It's the same thing with Marquette, but you know. Right now, because I I can't I do not like Purdue. I think that eight nine matchup whoever comes out of that is a bad matchup for the Boilermakers. I do I have Marquette as a favorite, even though there's a lot of recency bias there, but I still trust that Marquette team with Tyler Colic more than I trust that Duke team. And you're right, Oral Roberts, man, that that is a good basketball team, and that's a team that I very easily could knock off Duke there on um Friday Thursday Thursday or Friday night.
1: So we know we're talking about Duke. We're talking about Purdue. We talk about this region and Marquette. But who is that sleeper? Who's that team that no one's talking about who can make a run in this region and, and get to the final four? I got the Florida
2: Atlantic Owls. I Oh, I, wow. I was going go Memphis, but Charles Barkley took them. And I can't pick with Charles Barkley. It usually never <laughs> goes wrong, but right for me. So I'm going to Florida Atlantic. They're a team that could put a lot of ball pressure on Purdue. They got a big guy, and, and um, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Um, Style, style go, uh, golden. He's a seven foot 240. Um, uh, he can match up with Zach Eady because he's he, he'll be physical with them. Um, I you know, Fort Atlantic, it's an older team, they got a lot of older guys that have kind of been around. They also got former UConn guard Jalen Gaffney, even though this is how good that team is. He's only averaging like five points a game, he's like their wow. seventh, eighth leading scorer. You know, like they, they got a lot of talent, they're an older team, Dusty Mays. Out, out of the uh, Bobby Knight. She used to be a former student manager under Bobby Knight. I love that Florida Atlantic team. Um, they've been fun to watch all year. I think they knock off Memphis. I think they knock off Purdue. I, I that that team is for real. They should not be a nine seed. That team should probably be a six seed. Wow. You know, I love Florida Atlantic. It's a bad matchup for the Boilmakers.
1: So, is there another mid major that could make maybe not a Final Four run, but a run in this in this tournament from this region?
2: I get over Roberts. I get I get the Eagles. Oh yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
1: pretty obvious, yeah,
2: yeah. I get the Eagles. Max Abrams, as you mentioned, that guy's that guy's a stud. That guy could score the basketball. They got a seven foot four transfer from Arkansas County Vanover, and again, he's gonna be able to pull Duke the you know Derek Lively away from the basket because he can shoot threes and he'll hit them. I think he's somebody that star in that late second round. Teams are kind of interested. In, I on not Again, if he could hit a couple big shots against Duke, he's definitely somebody that teams will take a look at. Um. But they got three starters back from that team two years ago. That that's a that's a team that knows how to win basketball games. They get a couple guys around Ace Smith to hit shots. Duke Duke will be uh, headed for an early exit. Um, That old Rod team with Paul Mills, again, I I think he's going to get a bigger job, especially they knock off Duke. So um, I I love that old Rod team. They're a little bit better defensively than they were two years ago because of Vanover, because he could pick protect the rim. They didn't have that a couple years ago that old Ryder's team I think is more dangerous now than they were a couple years ago.
1: So uh, who is your elite eight and who do you have winning it? For me, I got Marquette making the run. I got Marquette continuing to play well at the garden, getting to the, the elite eight and I got him facing the Duke blue devils. I think Duke pulls that. I know they they got it. They got it. If they get past that first round game, they got a big break in the second round because Tennessee is going to be without one of their best players. So uh, I, I think that I think they upset Purdue. Cause I think Purdue, we'll have a they'll, – they'll double E.D. Or they, they don't even need a double E.D. because you have Filipowski or you could have Lively that could that, could, that could contain E.D. And I think Purdue will have trouble shooting the ball. I like their matchup with Purdue. But I but when they get to that that game at Madison Square Garden, I still think – I think Marquette's defense is what makes the difference in that game against Duke. I think the Big East is a, little, is a better conference than the ACC, and we've definitely t- discussed that a lot this year. So that's why I got Marquette coming out of the East region.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I got Marquette against uh, – I got them beating the Florida Atlantic Owls in the wow. Elite Eight. Wow, wow. Yeah, I, I don't – I I got Florida Atlantic and Oral Roberts my sweet 16. That's Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's 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 the big – I love both those teams. So, I want to imagine
1: that. Florida Atlantic against Oral Roberts at Madison Square Garden. I'm telling you, the the New York fans would not be happy about that matchup. Yeah.
2: I may have to go. I like both those two teams. The tickets wouldn't oh. be bad, actually. They probably wouldn't. I may have to – It'd be a matchup
1: for you to watch.
2: Yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a fun one. Uh, I, lo- I love watching those two teams fly. be a homecoming for Gavney because he's from upstate New Jersey, so it'd be a nice homecoming for uh, for Jalen Gavney. But um, I'm with you and Marquette. The one worry is, believe it or not, Marquette has not won a tournament game since 2010. Jay Crowder was still on the roster. It's been a while. And Shaka hasn't won one since 2011. You know, like, it's been a while. That's what worries me. But, yeah, I don't like – I don't really believe in K-State because of um, – Norvell and Keontae Johnson. Outside of those two, they don't have much. Kentucky, I don't buy. Providence, right now, I, I think Ed Cooley's on his way to Georgetown at the moment. I don't think Providence is the way they've been playing. I don't, I don't know if they're going to show up. So, I think Marquette. Marquette takes it. That's I think that's going to probably be the craziest region of of all of them. And um, I, I got Marquette as you mentioned, continue to play well. Um, and again, we saw last week the, the Marquette fans show up at the Garden. And uh, they 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 definitely show up. I would think once again.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely.
2: So we'll go to the South
1: Region. And that's where the number one overall seed is, in Alabama. As as we know, the teams that people think are going to win it: Alabama, Arizona, Baylor. You, know, you have Creighton in that region, and then you got Virginia in that region. I actually have one of my big upsets in that region. I got four. I got four beating Virginia. But the big question here is: is we know we're talking a lot about Brendan. And I know the big story will be about Brendan Miller in Alabama. You're talking about Arizona. Who won the Pac-12? Uh, you obviously got Baylor too, who won the national title two years ago. But who is the team? Who is this sleeper team? Who's the team that no one's talking about? Who can get to the Final Four in the South Region?
2: I am going with the Korean Blue Jays. I know. I like that is pick. A,
1: yeah, I like that pick. I, I got them going Sweet Sixteen.
2: Dude, Okay. I I, I think they match up well against Baylor. I, I that would be. I love I love
1: their matchup with Baylor because of Cal Brenner. I lo- yeah. think the size of Creighton is going to help them in that game in that matchup.
2: Yeah, I completely agree with you. Because, yeah, I, I barely going to show down a little call runner. I think Shireman could have a big day um, shooting-wise. The one way I have with Cranes adapt, that's the one that's thing. The thing. But- At the, yeah. uh,
1: in the semifinal against, against Xavier, they only got three bench points.
2: Yeah, that's the issue. Even the, the one thing I keep trying to tell myself is North Carolina had zero depth either last year. You know, like that, you know, they didn't either – I really, you know, you know this, I love McDermott as I coach. They sh- if they, if they had one or two of those stars healthy last year, they would have knocked off Kansas the second round. I truly believe that. Um, you know, I, I think it's a team that I have been on them all year. I took them in July to win the national championship. I have been high on them all year. The depth's of the concern, but I love that roster with Ryan Nembhard, Um Baylor Shireman can knock down jumpers. Cole Brenner. I, I still can't believe he won defensive player of the year. I still, I, I, and I still don't think he's that great of big man. I think he's got zero big man moves. Really. He's got one, but I'm not a big Cochran fan, but I I think Creighton's that sleeper. I think that's, it's a dangerous team. Arizona with Ballo is banged up. He broke his hand, but he, I guess it sounds like he's going to play through it, but um, I I love the Creighton Blue Jays. I think they can make a big run.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. I got them going sweet 16. I'm losing Arizona, but I got them going uh, sweet 16. So who, but who is the mid major that can make a run in this region?
2: I'm going with the pigs that you guys losing, uh, being Michael Virginia, I got the Furman Paladins. I think it's a team that's, they got a lot of really good shooters. They got two or three guys that they're fifth year players, Mike Brothwell, their point guard, um, you know, he can really light up the scoreboard. He averaged 18 points a game. And the thing is about Virginia is their pack line defense. They struggle to defend the three-point shot, and Furman's going to be able to, to hit threes. The thing about Furman is, too, that I think this is a good matchup for him because they, they played NC State early on this year. They got run out of the gym because they tried to run with them. Virginia is going to try to play this game, obviously, in the 50s and 60s, and I think that's going to help out Furman. That's going to give them the advantage. They got a, I, I, Bob Ritchie's a very good coach. They've, you know, last six, seven years, they've finished like top three in the Southern. They finally cracked it this year. Um, and I I think that Furman team could make a run. I do have them. I'll probably have them in my sweet 16. I I really like that team. A lot of veteran guys. Um, well coached. I think Furman's got a chance here to, uh, play Alabama sweet 16.
1: So uh what's your elite eight and who do you have winning? I have a chalk in this re- in this region I got Alabama beating beating Arizona I just don't think Creighton can beat Arizona I think Creighton will be able to contain uh, Arizona I think uh, Arizona will be able to contain, contain uh, uh Creightons inside game and that's why I think that Arizona beats them and I think Alabama is the best team in the country that's why I got them winning and anyway, you've got a comment from Hector what about the Aztecs in the south I got the Aztecs going to the sweet 16. I think they play really good defense. I got them going Sweet Sixteen. It looks like you have got to lose in the second round.
2: Yeah, I do. I was really high in this team in the preseason because they brought in Darian treadmill, the um, Seattle trainer who led the country last year in scoring. Like I thought they brought in some really good guys to help out to scoring wise. It hasn't all come together. I felt like at times, yeah, their defense is still great, but I feel like that offense to me is kind of inconsistent at times and. I just worry too, for whatever reason, the mountain West is really struggling the term. I think they've lost what, like eight straight now. I think the last time they've had a team, in Sweet 16 was BYU back in 2011, like the, for whatever reason, the mountain West has struggled. I like the San Diego state team. I think it's a team that could make a run here. I just worry that their offense. it, it just doesn't find a way one night to be able to um, score enough points. And that's kind of been the issue with them the last couple of years. So, I do like them. I would not be shocked to see them in this week 16, but I I do think Furman knocks them off in the second round.
1: Yeah. So, who do you got in your, uh, in in your, in the Elite Eight? And who do you got winning the, winning
2: the region? I got Bama versus Creighton. I got Bama winning it. I just, I think Bama's got the easiest pass to Elite Eight. I, I would be stunned to see them go down. Um, before that, you know, Brandon Miller's, uh, you know, he's had a phenomenal season. Um, they got, they got a ton of talent. I think Creighton, depth. Obviously, a concern, but Arizona's kind of banged up. And I, Arizona reminds me of the NBA team, just where they get up on you early on and then they kind of, defense kind of shuts down for a bit. They turn the ball over. Um, I just, I don't trust that team to win six or eight games. I just don't. I don't trust, um, Corbello because he's still just, or, um, not Curbelo, um, Kurt Carriza because he's just, he's a, he's a, he's a hothead and I don't want that out of my point guard in a tournament game. So, I think Creighton knocks him off in the sweet 16. Um, but so yeah, I got Bama moving on the final four. Yeah, yeah,
1: it should, should be a good region in the South region. And we kind of know I have a feeling who Hector's gonna pick in the South region. I have a feeling he's gonna pick Baylor. I got a feeling. Mm-hmm. I know they don't have good good inside game, but they do have really, really good guard play.
2: Yeah, they do, you know, flagger. Keontae it Keontae Jordan, It's been inconsistent for him all year, but yeah, if he can find it, he can go on a roll here. Again, I, I would not be surprised to see Baylor go on a run make a final four. I thought the defense was starting to prove when Jonathan Chama will came back. It really hasn't. But yeah, Scott Drew's kind of, um, uh, I like Scott Drew as a coach. I would not be shocked there to see them going to run. Absolutely. 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 So we'll go to the Midwest region. And in this region, this is
1: kind of a wide open region because the best team in the region has their best player hurt and they played in a terrible conference. So so I think this region is the most wide open region. I think the teams people are talking about, obviously Houston talking about Texas, uh, Indiana. They will be talking about Miami if they had one of their better players healthy. But the big question here is, is who is the sleeper? Who's the team that no one's talking about who could make a big run in the Midwest region?
2: I get the, uh, Texas AM uh, Aggies. good one. Good one.
1: I, I think that team was underseeded.
2: I think, Part of me does part of me doesn't because I didn't like the non conference. They they were horrible, but I know that's Buzz Buzz Williams teams, though they get so much better in January and February. Um, you know, I could see them being a six, but I felt like a seven, you know, especially because helped down the SEC, there's just so much pair in the SEC this year. Um, but uh, I think that a team a um A M team with Wade Taylor, he's an awesome scorer. Trice Rediford. um they, they both have the ability to go off and have big nights. I worry about they played Sunday, but they're playing Penn State, who also played on Sunday in the conference championship game. Uh, you know, travel sometimes, you kind of see it, be, be uh, you know, affect them. But I think a I think they could kind of grind it out against Texas, and I think they could find a way to knock off the Texas Longhorns. I like that t- Texas, but um, Wade Taylor is another guy, another guard who could just, you know, steal a spotlight, you know, in, in this tournament absolutely
1: absolutely absolutely so who is the mid-major that can make a run in this tournament in this region
2: i got the drake Bulldogs coming out with the 12 seed i heard a lot of people like drake over miami yeah I, and uh, that that scares me <laughs> i don't like usually being with the uh, you know usually the popular picks don't don't pan out but I, I do love this drake team you know they got the coach's kid tucker um devries like, like he's averaging 18 a game could Be maybe a second round NBA pick. He's got the potential, but they're all they got guys who have been there for five six years. They're I think they're line they're starting lineups older than the OKC Thunder starting lineup. Like it's a mature group of guys. My one concern with them is they could go through kind of some cold spout strap you know droughts, but their defense usually makes up for it. They looked really good in the Missouri Valley tournament. Um, That Drake you know Roman Pena, Sienna transfer gets to go back to his old arena as they're playing in Albany. Um, he's a guy, too, that's kind of their number two guy. Good point guard. You know, he's another fifth-year guy. I like the uh, Drake Bulldogs to make a run there as we succeed. So
1: uh- – so, what? So, who is your elite eight, and uh, who do you have? Who do you have going to the final four of the region? I, in this, this for, for me, I got Texas, and here's a surprise I got Indiana. I, I, I think they're gonna have some issues. I think Tr- Trace Jackson Davis is gonna have a big tournament. He was a first team All American. I think their guards are gonna hit shots, and I do think they're gonna upset Houston, especially if they don't have Sasser. So, I got Indiana and Texas. But I got Texas winning. I think they were they looked really good in the Big Twelve tournament. I think Dylan DeSue is the key for them. Dylan DeSue played really, really well in that final. That gives them an inside game. Rice is a he's he's he's, he's a good player, and we all know that uh, Marcus Carr is their best player. So I got Texas coming out of this region, beating Indiana.
2: Yeah, Indiana. Kent State's not gonna be easy. That's a good State I, know. I heard you talk, I heard team. you on
1: John talking yes. about that.
2: I almost took them again, but I was like, oh, I'll talk about Drake. I I I love Drake as well, but um yeah, I, I got uh Texas versus Houston. I'm going with Houston with Calvin Sampson. Uh, I heard yesterday. I think Sasser sounds like he's gonna be okay. It sounds like they held him out Sunday just because of precautionary reasons. So, yeah, it is still a groin, and you do worry a bit. But um, I, I, I really like Houston again. They're going back. You know, Final Four is gonna be in Houston. Marcus Sasser, I think that guard that could really, um, you know, senior guard. There's. You know, um, could have a big show. Jarius Walker, you know, the five-star freshman, he's going to be a lottery pick again. He's another guy who could really elevate his stock. Feel like in the next couple weeks with a good tournament, um, and and, um, and and Jamal sneed has been really coming on the last couple weeks, and he, he's another guy. If he could continue to play well and shoot the basketball like he has the last couple weeks, Houston's a really dangerous team. Um, Texas, I, I Texas is a solid team. I still worry a little bit about the defense, but yeah, you know, I, I agree with you with Dylan DeSue. He's really come on the month of February and he's absolutely made a difference for that team. And yeah, Carr, as long as he's not making mistakes like he did last year, that, that team is, um, that, that, that team's got a shot. So I, I'm right there with you. That's kind of my one chalk one, but I think Houston takes it. Um, and I, I think Calvin Samson is Cougar. that to go, go back to Houston and play final four down there. Well, I'll be, i be, if they get there, I think they're winning it. I think if they get to the
1: final four, they're winning it.
2: Yeah, I think it's very possible. I worry about the offensive time just because they really don't blow anybody out because they play games at 60, 70. Somebody kind of, they let somebody hang around, they get they get beat. I you know, but yeah, again, Calvin Samson to me is the best coach in the country, hands down. And yeah, I could totally see that Houston team cutting down the nets in, uh, in first Monday of April. All right, we'll wrap up talking about our final four picks. And for me, uh, obviously I have uh, I have
1: Alabama, I got Marquette, I got Texas and Kansas. I think in the first semifinal, Alabama against Marquette, I'm definitely going to go with Alabama. I don't think any player on, on Marquette is as good as Brendan Miller. And in the second semifinal, I got uh, I got the fourth meeting of the year between Kansas and Texas. And I think Kansas with Bill self gets revenge against Texas. And then I got the final being Kansas against defending national champions, Kansas against, against Alabama. And I think it's a great game, but The best player all year has been Brendan Miller. And that's why I think the Alabama Crimson Tide are going to be cutting down the nets in Houston on April 3rd. And I got them winning the national championship.
2: Yeah, that's I totally see that happening. I, for me, my first one, I got Alabama and Arizona. I do get the Crimson Tide as well, moving on. And then in my second one, I have um, Gonzaga playing Houston. I think Houston gets it done. And I, do have Houston knocking off Alabama in the national championship game. Um, you know, I, I think Sasser finds a way to get it done. I think Calvin Sampson, I think, you know, Jairus Walker plays well defensively on Brandon uh, Miller slows them down enough. And I think Alabama with three freshmen, maybe, you know, a couple of guys have a little bit of an off night. And I, I think Houston finds a way to pull, uh, cut down the nets. Yeah. It should be interesting. Should be a lot of excitement It all.
1: Start, I mean, it has started already for the playing round, but, but, everything starts in earnest tomorrow and, it, and it's one of the most exciting times of the year so uh, we are really really looking forward to that but that's going to wrap it up this week on sports talk with Rj for justin anafio i'm steve risser we will be back next week talking about the second the, 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 talking about the uh, second weekend of the ncaa tournament and any nfl news that comes our way enjoy march madness everyone jones first down and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is of his availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field. But the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this. They lob it to him. He
2: taps it in off the glass. How about that? Morger, I think, right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Finch two for three. He's done his part. Finch is
1: drilled the deep right field toward the pole. And it is... God, they don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball. Because the Yankees are not. and are not even close to the best
2: organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankee.
0: Hello, my name is Joe Aguilar. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Drawing About the G-Man, and great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.